Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Open Goal Podcast, keeping the ball on the ground in association with our friends at William Hill and Black Rooster Piri. Piri, great chicken ball accounts. We've got a top lineup for you today. Two of the boys are back from the, the Dream Team trio from last week, over 270,000 views. Our own Simon Ferry's with us. Morning, Simon. How you doing, mate? All right. Good, thanks very much. And beside them is... Jay from EastEnders, otherwise known as Paul Slane. Slaney, how are you? Absolutely magnificent. It's absolutely great to be back. I was watching EastEnders all night, honestly. I was watching me, Jay. Right, you've got to watch EastEnders and look me, Jay. Lovely boy, great actor. He's got a lovely girlfriend partner just now as well. So does Slaney, he's got a lovely partner just now as well. She's lovely. Well, I'm seeing somebody, so anyway. Anyway, podcast. Last week, when Charlie uh, joined G's, and they're now number one football podcast, number two sports, some rugby things um, beating us, but we'll, we'll allow that since it's the Six Nations, but how was it? Great reaction to the show last week with Charlie. I loved it. Uh, I just couldn't believe it. That was Slaney after six hours of travelling, never fucking shut up the whole way, man. Do you know he was bursting for a piss for Carlisle, but he was too scared to ask you to stop? Is that right? Aye. <laughs> but we stopped just that. I stopped offer to stop. The best bit was, though... I've turned up for the journey at quarter to eight in the morning. He'd walked. And he'd walked it to finish. I couldn't believe that. My to, bank card to, bounced. To finish and to, to come out with it. My bank card the, bounced. Oh, it, was a, get, uh, it was a shame. Aye, so I had to walk it down. The other thing as well was, he kept fucking whispering. See, after we done the interview that we'd done doing that, he kept whispering for me for you to stop at a sunbed shop. I actually did want a sunbed, didn't I? Uh, so, and there was, none in, there was none about, so that was disappointing. Big Charlie was top class, though, wasn't he? Oh, brilliant, what a guy. Uh, he's um, what a guy, and me and Charlie have now sent voice notes every single day to each other mm-hmm. uh, regarding football and different events. So, and which I'm actually I'm a bit raging with that to be honest. Yeah, aye, but I can I just that. but this is serious here. Has anybody heard from Kevin Kyle? <laughs> no, <laughs> I think he's fell out with me. He's not speaking to me at all. I don't know whether my ego has certainly ruined the relationship, um, but I don't know where he is. He's just not get back uh, to me at all, Si. But I think he's took it quite hard, didn't he? But what I will say as well. I watched it back and I actually think, I don't know if I'm in a minority here, but I thought you looked better on camera than Charlie did. Jinx, am I? I thought I did look really good. Um, I certainly one of the guys that when the lights go on, 
I come alive. Um, looks wise, personality. No, I did, but I think Charlie's a one-off for looks. Sorry, I think I'm, I'm on that level and, now. And not only did we get the, the number one football podcast in the UK, you also it's a double whammy for you, uh, Slaney, because Bohemian Rhapsody picked up all the awards. <laughs> <laughs> you must be delighted. Your, well, your, your listen, man Remy getting the the actor of the year and stuff. No, listen, as I said. And people might think I was joking. Um, I do believe I'm on the same level as Queen. Um, <laughs> and I'll go on to prove that as the days go on. By the way, I don't want to pull him up as a fraud, but he got his dates wrong. Well, <laughs> <laughs> after all I've that. I've outed him, I've outed him. <laughs> well, saying that, since I've grown up, I've been told a lie. Because my mum and dad have all said 25th the same as Freddie Mercury. It was actually 24th he passed away. But that, she's saying that. God couldn't bring me on the same day as he passed away. It'd be disrespectful, so he's at least waited a day and then brought me on. Right, brilliant. We've got a lot to get through in the programme. We're on the Open Goal podcast. I'm Mark Guidi and we are joined by Paul Slane and uh, Simon Ferry. Kevin Kyle will be back with us one day soon. We have got plenty to get through. Let's get to it. Brendan Rogers, Leicester. Now... As we sit here, it's nearly nine o'clock on Tuesday morning. This is a developing story. It's going to be ongoing, so we'll just deal with it as we know what the facts are just now. Leicester want Brendan Rodgers. He is our number one target. They're not willing to wait to the end of the season. They want to get him now. It will cost six million quid. Leicester will meet the valuation. I'm presuming if there's a, a trigger clause where then Celtic must allow Brendan to speak to Leicester. Put it this way. Is he going to go to Leicester? Is he going to leave Celtic in the middle of the season? Or do you think he'll... He'll hang out. Well, for what I'm hearing, I think he's away, isn't he? Um, <clears throat> Leicester, obviously, big club, a lot of money now. Um, but it surprised me that he's going to go because obviously Celtic had a chance to win a treble treble. Um, comfortable now, what, eight points clear in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if he stays in charge, Celtic win the league. <clears throat> uh, I, I was surprised that he wouldn't wait until the summer to go. Um, could do something that probably no Celtic manager will ever do again with the treble treble. Um, and I thought he'd be the type of guy that would like that legacy to leave a legacy here um, I don't think it's money because I think he's got plenty to do um, so don't know what's going on behind the scenes you think? because we all know Leicester aren't a bigger club than Celtic, than Celtic uh, but it's the environment that you play football and eventually whether you're a top player or a top manager you get fed up with Scottish football that's unfortunate that's uh-huh. the bottom line which is a shame Slaney will he go or will he stay? No I think it certainly looks like he's away um, but for me I, I don't I'm not having it. I, I just don't smell something fishy. I, I don't. I don't. I think maybe at the end of the season I would go, but um, I mean, Clouder and Eddie win the league side, and then the next season gets sacked. So what is he actually going to do there? Um, that they're going to be satisfied. For me, I think they should have seen this out. I think with Stephen Gerrard coming as well. If I'm Stephen Gerrard, I'm thinking he's running away from me. Um, <laughs> so no, no. I certainly think he should have stayed to the end of the season, um, and it's. My massive blow for Celtic if he goes. I think he will stay. Do you? Oh, I love that, Matt. Do you, right? I think he'll see it out. He's 11 wins away from the treble treble. uh Right. I think he'll see it out. Big Sutton's just tweeted that he's away, you know that, huh? (gasps) Mind you, Chris has never been wrong. (laughs) 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 But if he does go, how will you and Paul the Tim cope? (laughs) He's in a flat together now, he's not. But we probably get on great. Uh, <laughs> uh, Paul. Paul Tim. Him and Slaney are like Celtic celebrity fans now. 
why do you think he'll stay? Just because of the just, for the just for the reasons that, that, that you're saying, it's not like Leicester are going to get into the top four or, or need them to, to fight off relegation. They're sitting bang in the middle, and I think he'll I think he'll stay and see it out. I'd be disappointed if he didn't, but mm-hmm. I think he will. But I think we'll all agree at one stage he's going to move on, whether it's in the next forty-eight hours or it's going to be in ten weeks' time at, at the end of the season. So we'll move on a wee bit then, since it is developing. Who's going to take over from Brendan Rodgers? I've got four names in the, the short list in no particular order. Stevie Clark, Davey Moyes, Neil Lennon. And I've written down Martin O'Neill. And I know he's uh, in a job, but if Martin doesn't get Nottingham Forest into the playoffs at the end of the season, then he might well be. If I'm well like I'm going for Martin O'Neill. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think we said it before. If, um, there's one guy you're wanting for a siege mentality. I know Lenny's good, but Martin O'Neill's a top manager. Managed at the top level, top players, you know. Um, I thought his time here, the team was brilliant. I know you, you spent a lot of money, but I just think him and Roy Keane together, you know, up against Gerard, I think they'd be the two if I was Celtic, I would go for go for them. Let me throw in another one. A partnership. Yeah. Gordon Stratton and Neil Lennon. Oh, that's a wee... Both out of work. Don't think Lenny would. I don't. I don't think Lenny would be a number two. But they can work it together. There's a respect. A joint there. Yeah, there's a respect. I'm not saying joint man. I think Gordon Strachan is a senior mm. man. But I'm just wondering that they're both out of work. They've both retained a strong relationship with the football club. Is that a shout? Um, I think they are very close, aren't they? Um, whether God, in fact, I think both of them would jump at the chance of a Because I think you look at the Celtic job. If you get it at the end of a season, or you get it now. It's a two-year job. If Celtic won the league this season, it's all about trying to win. That's what it's yeah, all about. No, no, it's no, not about no. projects and academies, and <clears throat> it's a two-year job for somebody. Uh-huh. What do you think, Slaney? Would you be happy with that? No, um, I don't think the two of them would take it together. Um, is Stratton looking for a job? Because he could I think be. The, I, think right, he, I think the right one. He'd be tempted. But like I say, a two-year thing. It's not about. Uh-huh. I think he'd be tempted. But for me, I, the the outstanding candidate for me would be Neil Lennon. Um, I would give him the job ahead of anybody. You just want him to sign you again? I will listen. As <laughs> we were talking about Mitch, the last guy, Gary Parker's mate, I certainly could go in and do that role. Um, <laughs> that role abs- means absolutely nothing. You don't do anything being in about the players. But I certainly think Neil Lennon is the man for the job. But how will the players cope for going for a guy like Brendan Rodgers who doesn't shout? Very tactical. Very thoughtful to a guy that will put a boot up your ass if you're not doing it. You need to respond, don't you? Yeah. You need to be a professional. If you're a top player, you should be able to, to cope with any environment. Right, last two candidates. Stevie Clark, he's been in the news yeah, too the much past going seven on days. There. I yeah. think too much going on and then it'll make it a big... Too much. It would put the heat up even more. You know, right. I think um, wrong time for Steve Clark. And yet, he's got a fantastic record in the past 16, 17 months in I, this country. Regarding Steve Clark, I actually think that in the, in the long run, I think he would be the best option for Celtic in Europe. I think his style, I mean, I, I see what he does with Kamala against the old film and, and the way he sets up. I think when and with, with Celtic um, in Europe, I think he'd be great for that. But as you said, it's it's for 10 in a row, they're bringing somebody in and must get that league. So um, I think Lennon for me ahead of Steve Clark. What about your man Jack Ross? Would he be a shot now? Would he take it? I wouldn't think so. What have you got no, Sunderland, no promoted, Sunderland promoted at the end of the season? I think as well, I just think as well, no for, for, for the Celtic job, you need to I be think you need a bit of experience. Right, okay. I, I think so. Two other names I'll throw in. We've not discussed Davey Moyes, out of work, close to the last time. He does have a lot of support in the Celtic boardroom. 
Is he a contender? Oh, he's a top manager, Davy Moyes. He didn't manage Man United and be a bad manager, God. He's uh, done a good job at West Ham, his last job. Um, I just don't think, I don't, I don't think the fans would want David Moyes, if I'm honest. Um, obviously, we did an interview with him. He was top man. I think he'd be a great shoot. I, I love to listen to him about football. I think he's a great... I think he thinks, thinks back great to his, his teams, he, he plays attacking football. Uh-huh. You know, attacking full-backs. You think back to the Everton team that he built with, with Seamus Coleman and Leighton Baines. Mm-hmm. Guys like that, you know, great attacking football. I think Moyes will shoot. And one last one we'll throw in. There's another Anil, but it's a Northern Ireland manager. Oof. Mike O'Neill, who also has got support in the boardroom. What do you think of him, Slaney? Um, well, it's the first I've actually thought about him, um, but he's certainly he done a great job in Northern Ireland, and every time, see with your interviews, Si? Have you watched his? Don't lie. Uh, no, I've not watched Michael O'Neill, but see the people, I've, I've seen, everybody that speaks about him says he's brilliant, mm. everybody says he's a yeah. top, top manager, um, but no, no for me, um, no for me, there's certainly two or three that I would go for before him. One thing though, you would imagine if Brendan Rodgers does go about the next day or two at the end of the season, Celtic are going to have a, a right good shortlist. Can you see them going through an interview process like was the case of last time when I think it was Davy Moyes, Brendan Rodgers, Paul Lambert, Neil Lennon, Malky Mackay, possibly there's five of them in the frame or do you think they'll just go and identify one target and go and do it quickly? I think Lenny will come in until the summer if, if Brendan Rodgers goes and then they'll take it further. Uh, but Celtic are in a comfortable position now. I think eight points with that group of players is a good enough gap to go and give the job to Lenny and, and trust yeah, him to do it. It's a great I show, think yeah. in the summer they'll see who's interested in the job, um, obviously see how Lenny does, if he does take over um, and then take it for there. But just on Michael O'Neill, I think he's very much in the Brendan Rodgers mode. Mm-hmm. I don't I think he's I a shooter. I think he's a, a great thinker about it. Speaking to Paddy about him and, and stuff like that, I think he's very much similar to Brendan Rodgers, ah, the way he thinks about right. the game and, and how all, he puts it across. So They're all good candidates. Yeah, like there's a... Um, Top managers then, eh? Whereas a couple of years ago when Ronnie Dyler got the job, there wasn't any many wanting it. But I think and now you're looking at the six or seven top candidates. Lennon at the end of the, to the end of the season, to me, just makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I think you might be top. back hitting the corners for quite a piece From the from the But it's went to the six yard line this time. <laughs> just clip it into the six yard oh, line. Oh, the anything back. Anything. <laughs> to finish off this this talk before we move on, we'll speak about the, the controversial Motherwell goal at the weekend. If Brendan Rodgers leaves Celtic mid-season, does he sour his relationship with the Celtic supporters? Will, will, will they lose a bit of respect for him? No, I don't. I don't think so. I think more, more so they'll be disappointed um, just because he's a top manager and he's done amazing with Celtic. Um, and he, 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 even when they they lost here at Valencia. Um, he got all the players to walk around and appreciate the fans. He's, they've got a great, guy, isn't he? Uh, they've got a great relationship. Um, I think. It's, surpri- it's certainly a surprise, but I don't think it will sour the relationship. I think the, the fans will stay um, very much a high respect to Brendan Rodgers. Sorry. I think um, if it was last season, then de- I think the fans would have been devastated. But just for Twitter and stuff like that, I see there's quite a, there's quite a few with the European performances that, that aren't uh, as yeah. happy with him as he was at the, uh, two or three year, uh, sorry, a year or two ago. You know about it when he leaves, and it's just the, the people. Who see when he leaves, they'll be in their bed greeting when he goes, and that's the same people have been gone for him, gone from. He's a top top manager. Uh-huh. Um, I, I in Europe, we, we spoke about that. I mean, we especially the Valencia game at home. You're maybe expecting a bit more, but it's as what it is, and I, I think. Um, but no, you're, you're, you're right. He's won. See, if he just every a wee second. Uh-huh. Think about it. He's won seven domestic trophies in the trot. And see when Ronnie Dyer was here, Neil Lennon before him. They've been slaughtered for no one in a treble. Mm-hmm. A guy delivers back to back trebles, but then they want to find fault in you. And yeah, 
Some of the really performances in Europe have been really disappointing. The fact that he's not been willing to change every now and again. Aye. But still, he's won seven <laughs> trophies. And some of the football he's played, some of the football he's played have been the, the best well. I've seen at Celtic for years. <laughs> <laughs> improvement and pledge. You say when you think how that squad was when 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 he first took over to what they are now. I mean, they're miles ahead of what they Callum were. McGregor, James exactly. Forrest, exactly. and he's brought Boyata. Look, I mean, just look at the way they've all. Even the boy Ewan Henderson caught. playing sat. You yeah. know, it's not like he's done it just spending money. He, I know he's spent a bit of money, but he has brought young players through. He's made other players better that have been here. Um, no, he's, he's I think the players. I think job. the players will be absolutely devastated if he goes. Uh-huh. I, honestly, a day I think they'll be devastated, and, and I certainly will be. Okay, we'll we'll move on. We're on the open goal podcast, keeping the ball on the ground in association with our friends at. William Hill, three more topics, going to speak about the Motherwell goal, we're going to speak about the incident in the, the Carabao Cup final on Sunday at Wembley with Sari and Kepa and Caballero and we'll also speak about that brilliant moment between Graham Souness and the Sky Sports Was host, it Dave, Dave Jones? David Jones, we Shut yourself, Jones. Didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> a good presenter Dave as well but uh, Souness is just, he's up there isn't he? Oh, he's, he's, top, he's, a top, he's a top man right, We'll get on to it. Right, the Motherwell goal, what did you make of the Unsportsmanlike conduct. I heard you whispers players. in the crowd that it was they'd renamed it the Pulse Lane game. <laughs> Aye, well that was what the game was getting dabbed. Uh, <laughs> the Pulse Lane game. What I was actually uh, I came to the game on um, on Sunday just because it was dabbed. So I get both clubs asked me to come. Uh-huh. Um, doing a half time draw, were you? Well, I was meant to do that. It was a wee bit of uh, trouble with me and the person that had done the half time draw. Um, whatever, we're not going to get into that. So I step step back. Um, but what was I saying there? What were we talking about? The um, game. The game. Um, that goal is an out and out disgrace. <laughs> and I mean a disgrace. See if my team are under sevens, somebody done that, the kid would get hauled off. And I tell you, the, we would make the team, our own team, we would make our own team score two own goals. Two own goals. <laughs> one to give them the goal back and one for being an embarrassment to, the to club, punish them. To yeah. punish them. That should not should not happen. And they, they, they get, they're all giving the guy stick. The guy it ran and hit the shot. Aye, he's the one that caused it. But the guy that scored is also smiling, smiling. <laughs> you should be embarrassed with yourself. What would you? What have you done that to the kids? So one of the kids started crying. Well, I'd tell them that's exactly why you're crying. You brought it on yourself. <laughs> Simple as that. I can't believe. <laughs> I cannot believe in this day and age. And I sat there at the game, and everybody's just staring at each other. Even the, the, some of the Marvel players are looking, and to no give Celtic the, to go back um, says more. Because see, sometimes in the heat in the moment, right? I mean, I know I'm talking here a lot, and I love it, but in the heat of the moment, <laughs> in the heat of the moment, I must say that. Um, and I love that. That can some. It doesn't happen, but it, sometimes you get carried away. After the goal was scored with Marvel. They should have then said, Do you know what, somebody, the manager or somebody should let them go and score. Because it was... It's only, only the manager can say that. It's only, uh-huh. only Steve Robinson so can He's the guy that that thought, yeah. I'm pointing the finger at Steve Robinson. And he, he was cutting a bit like a madman for the whole he game. He was, wasn't he, on the side? For me, what's that proving? Screaming at people? Nah, no thank you. Does <laughs> <laughs> you make it, sir? Um, ah, it's not good, is it? I mean, you can't do stuff like that. Um, yeah, I've been tempted to do anything like that or any nah, teammates. Never. I, I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have do that. I don't care enough about football to do that. Eh? Um, but I've never even, I've never seen it happen. I, mm. I, obviously, it's happened on telly, isn't it, in England. Mm-hmm. But I've never played in a game or been at a game where it's happened before. But do you know the thing? It actually lifted the whole game because see it too. Yeah. I said like it was dead. Flat. And then Brilliant. see after it, it was it was I unbelievable. Was uh, the place was jumping. There was a guy in front of me and he was going wild, wasn't he? But what, yeah. see, watched, I only watched it in sports scene, but I get it. Motherwell on the wrong, a hundred percent, but. 
you know, as well that Celtic could have switched on a bit more and defended the system. Definitely, yeah. I was surprised how long it took them to get back in. Yeah. And he's my mate, but I thought Benny should have done better with the shot. Aye. Uh-huh. Aye. It was obviously he'd, he'd switched <laughs> off as if it was. It, was uh-huh. a, it looked like they the, the coped it like, as if it was a training game. Uh-huh. As it was a live. But it is so unusual that he didn't really know how you would react because uh-huh. just, they usually give you the ball back. But did Celtic kick the ball out for themselves? Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So yes. I think they should be better prepared for. Mm-hmm. The are just going to take the thing, uh, but uh, not made for a good good last thirty minutes. Um, what did you make of Stevie Robinson's comments? You, said, you know that it was a young lad and he didn't really know any better. What a pish. Those, those <laughs> <laughs> what a pish. Simple as that. Sorry for swearing, but that man frustrated me this morning. <laughs> Has this been boiling since Sunday? Huh? I just, I, I mean, isn't it? Isn't it right? Isn't it right? Isn't it? Now listen, I've got a lot of respect for and a lot of time for Marlowe. If, if you get, is, is this a? Michael Stewart Harps thing development here. Have you get just a, a personal agenda against Motherwell? No, actually, I, I love Motherwell. I, I think that what they've done for me as a young lad, so I've got a lot of respect for them. And, and I must say, and I must say, watching the game on uh, Sunday, see the young lads that Motherwell have brought into the team. Good on them because they actually showed a lot of character. The young boys. It was actually not good to watch because I've been coming here for the last while, and the teams coming to Celtic Park are embarrassing themselves. There's no personality. There's no belief. They're cut turning up here. They're just they, they don't even want to uh, play. They just accepting getting beat. But I thought with Motherwell, at least they showed a bit. Uh, and the young the young lads. Um, Tumble and hasty. How good are they, Slaney? Brilliant, honestly, and I mean that. Uh, that's the first I've, I've seen them in highlights. But watching them, so confident, um, taking on the players, taking the ball uh, wherever in the pitch. I was so so impressed with them. And as I said, I think it's by the boys coming in the team at Christmas, it's changed Motherwell's season around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've been great, and they're actually they're, they're more better to watch. I think under Stevie Robinson. Um, since he's come in, they've not been good to watch. They've been been very dirty, to say the least. Mm. Um, no good in the eye. These young kids coming in are brilliant. And again, we must do that in Scotland. There's no money for these clubs, so bring the youth in. I um, thought he, I, th- I thought the both of them. I didn't think they were great Saturday, to be honest. Turnbull and Hasty. I thought Hasty had a much better game when Hayes came on. I think when Tierney played up against, him, I think he struggled against. Tierney's Tierney. brilliant. Uh-huh. But when Hayes came on, you started to see Hasty uh, getting at him and getting mm. inside. I was expecting Murphy Turnbull to be honest. I came to the game and I was going to. I was. I, I wanted to watch Turnbull, but I thought the wee boy Henderson was better than him. He yeah. was amazing. That he boy. was really good. You and Henderson. Um, so for me as well, as a young kid that came through, say like you as well, Slaney, frustrating that there's. You know, if you're a young kid at Celtic and you're seeing Turnbull and Hasty getting all the headlines, there, there's guys at Celtic that can do that, but they just need to be given a, a shot. You know what I mean? So can I? You uh, met you at the uh, at the game. You were dead in the coverage for you know who. <laughs> um, but certainly with me, um, I was brought to tears during the game. Brought to tears. When James, he was the captain. James Forrest got made the captain. I was at a total floods of tears. Um, it was just amazing to see. I was so, so proud of him. But I must say, in, in the future of Celtic, Kieran, T- Kieran Tierney is the Celtic captain. He is a total and utter hero. Slaney, can we just oh. um, just interrupt and say it was live, it's a developing story, but we understand that Brendan Rodgers has left Celtic. <gasps> it's 5-9 to nine on Tuesday morning. We've been going for just 30 minutes. We did speak in terms of that he was going to wow. go. It looks as though Brendan Rodgers has That was a decent for you, Matt. Celtic. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And, uh, he's away. That's that's live show business for you, Sai. That's live show business. Um, so he's away. He's left the club. So, wow. Let's move it on. Neil Lennon, temporary to the end of the yeah, season. Yeah, hundred percent. Give Neil Lennon the job, and he will see out the treble. There you go. Sun's crying. Nice one. What do you think? That's what people always tweet. Uh, what do I think? Uh, I'll be Lennon at the end of the season. I think Chris Sutton tweeted that earlier. Um, He'll be in the know, he'll probably spoke to Lenny already, so it wouldn't surprise me if Lenny was just getting out of tenants now and walking out of Celtic Park. Do, do you think that's the... Do you think... I'm going to ignore that. Do you think that's the right... Do you think that's the right move by Celtic in terms of just putting somebody temporary in place, albeit he knows the club's a Celtic legend, Celtic hero, but considering what's at stake, should they not just say, well, look, we'll take a, we'll take a few days mm, no, and we'll I make a permanent appointment? No, I don't think so. I don't think... Uh, at this stage of the season, you kind of have John Kennedy and uh, I imagine Chris Davis will go with Brendan Rodgers, but going to Tynecastle, uh, if, if it was up to me, could you get Neil Lennon in before Tynecastle? If you can't, get him in. You need a manager in there at Tynecastle. It's a tough place to go. John Kennedy never managed a game in his life. Uh-huh. Um, you need a manager in. So, in terms of Neil Lennon then, why would you not just give him it permanently? Is that not a slight on Lennon in terms of these question marks whether the, the hierarchy would think he's, he's good enough to do it for the next well, couple of years I think it's, it's a good point um, because as, as we touched on before with the the managers we said there's a lot of good managers mm. there so maybe they do want to have a bit more time for the long term um, I certainly would get to Neil Lennon long term but I think with the board there is a lot of good managers out there now um, so they probably need a, a longer process of time to see who they get but at the moment they've not got time for, for, from now to the end of the season so they must uh, get Lenny in um, I hate calling him Lenny it's Gaffer to me I yeah. shouldn't have disrespect yeah. him because yeah. yeah, yeah, I will be calling him Gaffer when I'm back in the door it's a breaking story I know by the time this comes out but we'll just do it as if it's live <laughs> it's nearly 9 o'clock in the morning, Brendan Rogers on Tuesday. Brendan Rogers has left Celtic. It's an exclusive for us here wow. on the Open Goal podcast. That That's why we're number one yeah. in the UK. We bring you all the big stories, Absolutely. and the guys are putting their neck in the line. It's going to be Neil Lennon, but we have mentioned Steve Clark, Davy Moyes, Martin O'Neill, Mike O'Neill, Gordon Strachan uh-huh. out of work. Great I think Gordon Strachan's. Yeah, I think he might have a role. I think he might have a role. What's Rangers on? Was it Sunday or Saturday they played? Saturday, Sunday against Hamilton. Played really well, by the yeah. way. Absolutely popped the Lovely ball. Lovely football. So, 
Uh, although it is eight, it's a big bit of pressure if Lenny goes in. You're eight points clear, but that can change overnight. Particularly as you say, overnight, two old firms still to play. Tynecastle to go Castle. to Easter Road on Saturday. William Hill Scottish Cup. William Hill Scottish Cup quarter final. Fireworks. Easter Road. What an end to the season! It only, by the way, Scottish. SPL, it's brilliant. What, 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 it's just amazing. Scottish football is back to its best, and uh, all thanks to us. We brought the excitement first of all. Um, and I must just even though people will be hearing this to when's out <laughs> tonight. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, basically, I've just got the most of your work, Brendan. I meant I've just clocked it there. I'm going to make this very quick because we're away for that. See, they talk about the rugby podcast number one. Uh-huh. Do you know why that is number one? Right. I walked by a cafe the other day. No word a lie. Michael Stewart. Stevie Thompson and Johnny Sunderland. <laughs> <laughs> they, f- they three were downloading the rugby podcast no, on repeat. Stop, and stop, stop and go. Sunderland. Is that a, is that a new host I've got? Is Johnny that- Sunderland. <laughs> <laughs> they three. They three. I seen them download it on repeat. So if they want to do that, that's fine. But they won't stop us coming number one. That's for sure. And oh, at that, that, that point, Slaney's phone is just going, I don't know if that's Dermot Desmond or no, but Slaney's phone has been going non-stop. I think Slaney might have a role, side. I hope I'm back yeah. in the cell. It'll be the dream come true. He'll take the wingers. What, what, what role would you like? Do you know, I swear to God, and I, I, this is 100% the truth. See, since I've left Celtic, I've never been the same full-time up at Lennox Town as my dream job. See, somebody said to me, we'll, we'll not pay you. <laughs> we'll, we'll not pay. I would go in there in a second. I was so happy there. I those times with, with, with injuries, not but whatever. I was so happy working with total professionals. Um, and if I get the chance to go in and and I mean just help out picking up socks or whatever. But in the odd, <laughs> but in the odd, but in the odd time watching the training and watching how the players um, do it. Oh my God! It's, a, it's I'm reaching out to, to Neil Lennon. Please. Please take me back. Please. <laughs> what I see when he gets it will be Gary <coughs> Parker and. Big me, I'll be back now. I don't know. Uh, it depends if it's temporary or, or, or permanent. I, 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 I think I think Gordon Stratton could be back with him. Till the end of the season? Yeah, I think there's... I think there's it just me. brings that extra stability. Knows the club. He's won titles. I just think... I wouldn't be surprised if there's, no, if there's some there with, like the, with, with the two of them. Do you think, uh, think Gerard will be telling his players that it's a big... Listen... It, it, the, the Rangers can't do anything about it all Rangers can do is focus on their own job that's one of the ways they're right the title's out of their hands because it's an 8 point gap they can only turn it around by 6 points in terms of 2 games against Celtic which they can do a bit of damage but it's out of their hands it's for Celtic to lose the title I also think Davy Moyes shouldn't be ruled out he's out of work did he take it to the end of the season? he might do he might do um, you know, done that I, with I West Ham. Do, I'm just not sure what, what Celtic. Obviously, what Celtic will be thinking should they should they go temporary or do they just put someone in to stop any chance of there being a lack of stability of a player thinking oh he might not be the manager. Well, I, don't I, I don't know. Listen, we'll, we'll find out. As you say, it's a developing story. Um, we're on I'm here sure. live just now. So anyway, we'll recap it. Brendan Rodgers has left Celtic. He has taken up the offer to join Leicester City. Six million pound in compensation. The search now starts for Celtic to find a new manager. The boys think it could be a temporary shout. Neil Lennon, maybe Gordon Stratton involved. Other names in the frame, Mike O'Neill, Davy Moyes, Stevie Clark. Uh, we'll see what happens over the next few hours. Venable, right. Venables. And El Tell is shutting down his B&B as we speak. <sighs> no, he hates all the sectarians. And he's, he's flying over. Right. Wembley Carabao Cup final. We'll gloss over the 120 minutes. Man City oh, now, rubbish. Chelsea now. We'll get to 90 seconds to go. The substitution board goes up. Kepa son, off he come. And by the way, 
What is a goalie doing with cramp? That's what oh, I can't I couldn't get my head around. Now he's saying it wasn't a cramp. Cramp in his hands because his hope must have been. What did you make of the, the, the situation? Now, Kepa has been fined a week's wages uh, by Chelsea. That will be donated to the Chelsea Foundation. Does he play this midweek against Spurs or do you put in Caballero? No, I play him. You he's play Kepa? Ah, he's the best goalie. But <clears throat> he should have been dragged off the pitch. Couldn't believe that the other players in that were... Aye, that was just, worrying He's a young boy. Uh, he's only 21. He's a rat. Do you know what his arrogance reminded me of? Kenny Brannigan in the head tennis. Aye, totally agree. But I'll tell you right now, see, regarding <laughs> Kepa... No. Kenny got to the final, didn't he? <laughs> but he, sorry, he was saying there was an arrogance about him. Well, he was. He was starting about him, rightly so. It was great. But I'm <laughs> going to put you out, Slady. Kenny Brannigan. <laughs> sorry, Kenny. <laughs> but I must say this right now, and it's ruined my week. I've had one of the greatest weeks anybody in this country's ever had. <laughs> <laughs> with the success I've had, uh, overnight success they call it. But what I must say, I don't know why I keep talking about myself, but what I'm going to say is about um, Kepa. He is a rat, a dirty disgrace, he should be banned for the game. If I ever see him on my telly, I will turn it off, I will never watch a game that he's involved in. What he done, who is he? The reason he was getting took off, right, is because during the extra time, he made two saves and was injured by making them. So it, if you're the manager, you're thinking to yourself, We've got penalty shootout coming up. We can't ever keep our own that's injured every time he makes a save. Mm-hmm. He is a disgusting rat. <laughs> what would you have done if one of your wee boys refused to come up? It would never happen. It would never happen. But as you said, and I think this is why Sari is finished, and I don't I, I don't think Sari should, give the guy a chance. Listen, I mean, it's too easy to sack, sack people nowadays. They give the manager at least a full season. Um... But see the, the reaction for the players, Si, when the keeper wasn't coming off. Because, see, when I played, or whenever I've watched football, see any players, see if I've ever done that, players would drag me off. The captain, somebody pointed out, see if John Terry was here. John Terry would have had the boy with the scruff in What do you think of Sari, the way he handled oh, it? Sandy, Sa- Sa- what about his kind of bust up we we sell the way he reacted in the touchline? See, as well, everything with Sari kind of seems half measures with me. See, when he got... He was looking like he was going to walk out and then he walked back in. He can't either walk yeah. out or stay where he is. Do you know what I mean? I think when players see that, they just know that he's... I don't think he's sure of himself, Sorry, I think he likes to come across as this confident guy, but I think it's the first time he's really managed big players. I know he was at Napoli, but uh-huh. I mean, no many players at Napoli have won World Cups and won leagues. I think he's really struggling in that Chelsea job. I mean, the, the Kante thing baffles me. Uh-huh. Best player in the world in his position, he wants to play him attack midfielder. Um, I think he's, to be honest, I, I don't know, be, it's a task, but I think he's out of his depth and I think his days are numbered there. So, have you ever tried to defy a manager or a coach eh, in, no. that, in that way, like openly? No, not at all. Um, I've always had massive respect for managers, listen, it's such a hard job um, dealing with the players, but certainly in that way, I've never seen it in any in, in any walk of life that um, involves football, mm. I've never ever seen it, and I certainly would never do that myself. Have you? Have you uh, teammates? The Canio used, used to drag Jimmy boys. Mack, you must have done it with Jimmy Mack as well. I don't think twice. Jimmy Mack's been ever stupid enough to sub me. <laughs> <laughs> but the Canio used to hook boys after like 25 minutes. And uh, big James Collins that played the Hibs, remember him? Yeah, up here, couldn't score a goal. Huh? He kind of he was giving it, nah, I'm not coming off. And uh, the Canio was close to running on the pitch and punching his head off. So James, he came off. But <clears throat> other than that, nah, because... The only guy I've seen doing it is the canoe, and every, everyone was really scared of him. So, But 24 minutes used to drag boys, eh? Tell them they were crazy. He's sitting aside saying, you're crazy. After he's just dragged them. <laughs> was it, was, was it was a, for effect, or was it, was it, was it genuine? If you I know don't know. Mean? Sometimes he just call you over after 10 minutes and say, 
you, you've got five minutes if you didn't liven up you're off and yeah, you think I haven't even fucking done anything wrong so you just run about like a madman um, it was always the striker still see because he was a striker uh-huh. he'd go off his nut at the strikers and he'd just drag him after 24 minutes that was his go to number 24 minutes uh-huh. so if you got past 24 minutes you knew you were making it to half time alright brilliant we'll move on to the final part of the show we're on the Open Goal podcast and associates with our friends at William Hill the number one UK football podcast which is fantastic after the brilliant show last week with the boys with Slaney we sigh and we challenge grew more than 270,000 views Slaney with the red velvet suit on what kind of reaction have you had personally Slaney? Oh it's been brilliant uh, it really has I think a couple of podcasts ago I said um, I'd like to move over to LA because it's a very negative place with some people but certainly has been the, 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 feed, the feedback and the people have been absolutely amazing um, and it's certainly brightened regardless if you, if you like like it or no it's certainly a positive uh, uh, outlook um, and it's been amazing it really has tell, the, tell, tell, um, tell everyone what the boys in the pub have been doing to your dad Oh, unbelievable! My dad's uh, going for a couple of bites now and again, and the boys, have, the, his, his mates, have been turning up with the sleeve or the, the hand, saying, "Can I get you a drink, George?" So, <laughs> it certainly has uh, affected him massively. Uh, but can I say what about um, Jerry Cinnamon like that? Oh, what about that? He's a, by the way, Grado, Jerry Cinnamon. Uh, there's been a few. Jerry Cinnamon, though, he's an absolute message in his uh, yeah. saying how much they enjoyed. What about we caddy doing his bit with the piece and jam? Oh, genius! Oh, yeah, genius! Brilliant. And I also I saw a lovely tweet for your mum. Oh, my, my wee ma loves it. Honestly, do you know what? I, I'm, I'm so happy. She loves me as well, didn't you? She loves Sai. Uh-huh. She's always talking about Sai. Um, but no, it's, it's just amazing for her. She, she's got a smile on her face all the time now. So to make her happy is my number one goal. How so would you react if, if I met you and I ended up moving in? I would find it hard. Yeah. I certainly would find it difficult. I would certainly put my foot down and not allow it to happen. It's on the radar, Sai. This is something on the radar. My ma loves him to bits. And rightly so, he's a great lad. <laughs> As Slaney turns his back on side, right? <laughs> We've got, we're into the last few minutes, as we say, we're also in association with Black Rooster, Piri Piri. Right, we were just talking about uh, Jamie Redknapp there, Slaney was having a pop at him, which if you do draw a comparison to the main man, Graham Soonis, it is night and day. But what about his bit during uh, Man United-Liverpool on Sunday with the, the look and the way he just... Uh-huh. That was a, a wee, that was a wee Jones. soonest Dave Jones moment then. I was starting to get a bit awkward there. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I always say it's one of the first rules in journalism and broadcasting, Slaney. See if you're going to say something, you need to be able to back it up. So I've always said that generally. Listen, I like Jamie Redknapp. I was just having a wee joke. And I, it was one of the worst situations of all time I've been involved in. <laughs> right, uh, soonest, what about it? Oh, Dave Jones absolutely shit. So I couldn't stop laughing. But um, I don't know. I think it's great. I think it's going at the game. You know, the people that are actually willing to stand up and say something. Um, so long, I'm all for it, man. I think it's it's brilliant to see. Um, if you've got a problem with somebody, say it. And soon as came out right and said that and put Dave Jones right in his place. Uh, Dave Jones can be a bit chirpy, can't he? Uh-huh. So I think soon as um, doesn't like it. Sometimes I feel like Dave Jones tries to take the piss out of soon as a wee bit. Uh-huh. Um, which I don't know why. Um, it probably might be a generation thing in terms of Davy Jones, Redknapp, could be buddies, uh-huh. soon Older, it could be something like that, but clearly, I think, reading between lines, there's been something bubbling, bubbling under uh-huh. for a wee while, and it's probably just come to the. I don't think he'll do it again. The, the surface. Uh-huh. His face was priceless. What was his excuse? I was just wondering what the guys were thinking. <laughs> I didn't what? Total <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> <didn't make> <laughs> but see what? It's a priceless moment, though. When, when uh-huh. you get it, it, it's priceless because it just it takes you to. It takes the programme to another level, I think, uh-huh. when you do that, when Definitely. you get that kind of thing. What did you make it, Slaney? 
I thought it was brilliant for Graham Soonies, and I think you're right, there's been a few times I've actually seen he does pull faces uh-huh. people talk. And see when you're, see when you're, you're, you're talking, regardless if your opinion's right or no, um, you don't want somebody making faces. It just rubs you up the wrong way, and I think it was good that he caught him out on it. I thought it was brilliant for uh-huh. you, Graham. What about when somebody's talking and you're trying to organise coffees in the background? <laughs> Are we going to go for one today? <laughs> Where do you want to go? Fancy it, Matt, coffee. Me no, I'm going to work. Thanks to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hang about... Um, the coffee shop with you. What one, Costa? Aye. <laughs> okay, go on, that's it. Glad, the boys, glad the boys have got that. So, have you got a game tonight? I've got a game tonight. We're playing um, Cowden Beef. Could go top league if we want to. Peterhead. Peterhead. Up the road. Good. I hope, I hope it goes well. Right, on on this pun you thing with me and Slaney have just a right good ding dong there. I enjoyed uh-huh. it. I don't know. I, I might I might have just, I might have edged that one in points, but I know he's going to come back. He'll bounce uh-huh. back. Or maybe he just edged it. It might be a split decision. <laughs> Will David Paul on Will David Paul on Twitter who who won? Ah, Slinny will win it. What's um, Derek and Frank? Do we need to get them leather on each other on the Coupe Show? We'll just need to let De- we'll just need let Frank let Derek talk. <laughs> <laughs> he's in Dubai, isn't it? Oh, imagine what he's up to now. Imagine. Oh, the today. boys are all away. Don't they leave today? Don't they? What a team's going away by the way. So I think Slinny's on the Coupe Show on Thursday. Are you Slaney on Slinny? Are you on Slinny? I'm not sure what's happening yet. Uh, just whenever you're ready. Need to talk to your agent, didn't you? I need to speak to the agent. There's a lot of. Is it Holly Oaks that have No, no. Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not sure what's happening yet. There's a wee um, confusion, a wee bit of confusion in Is the air. A, so. I love seeing the East Enders. You need to body, body <laughs> double up for, for Jay. <laughs> you fancy? You want to do the Coupe Show on Thursday? Well, well I do, um, but I've, I've got a lot of work because I missed work all last week because I was ill. So I need to do a lot of catching up on uh, the coaching. So I no, don't listen, know if I'll be able to you, make if it. You can, if your if your gaffer's on. On Twitter or whatever, <laughs> then yeah. we can get a wee campaign going. All you, all you need is an hour off. We What's just his name? We'll give him a shout out. Give him a wee plug. We're, we're coming from the the museum. The, the oh, SFA Hamden museum. museum Hamden Park. Go, we're going to be coming from there. So it'll be oh, nice and nostalgic. Yeah, we're going to have the Scottish Cup um, and shot the William Hill Scottish oh, does that, Cup. Does that so mean I'm going to be walking about the museum? Uh-huh. Yeah, I could do a wee bit of the museum. Have you been in the SFA Museum in Hamden? Fantastic, great Is stuff. It? Oh, it's brilliant. You get your really bacon roll, a latte, brilliant. a can of Will monster. Will you get me that though? We'll look after you. We'll look after you. I'd love to get the, uh, the monster. Oh, brilliant, aren't they? Uh-huh. Big ones. Oh, man. So, yes, please. on that, we're just going to finish it off. Apart from you guys, you can't vote for each other. Who's the best pundits out there <coughs> television, radio? We'll start off with Scotland, then we'll go UK. Best pundit? <clears throat> Who is it? Who do you like listening to, for whatever reason? I like, whether uh, he rubs you up or whether you just like his views whatever you think I like Chris Sutton uh, for me Chris Sutton he's very opinionated and I think that's that's good um, sometimes though saying that with, with people that is opinionated sometimes you sort of maybe feel that they're just doing it to wind people up a wee bit but I say I, I, do, I, I think Chris Sutton's the best I don't think there's actually um, I'm trying to think of other ones quite similar to Chris Sutton um, down England I can't really think <coughs> but I like uh, I like Sutton and McCoy still together because uh, I think McCoy's the only one that can really keep him in check. Keep him in check. Exactly. Uh-huh. I like I like so I a lot of time from, but I think sometimes he goes from being opinionated to being a bit dis- disrespectful to his colleagues. But I think you're right uh-huh. with, with McCoy. Uh-huh. I think he's the one that that, that McCoy's can can kind of keep uh-huh. him in check. Yeah, I can't believe you never said Gordon Dale. Oh, fuck, he's brilliant. You'll not be happy with. You can still see it. Aye, Gordon Dale has been—he's uh, absolutely amazing. I like like one super scoreboard. Uh, I'd love to see him on Sky <laughs> or BT. You're Gordon. Aye, he's brilliant. Who was Sunnis? D- was it D- Was it D L? D L and Sunnis. 
He was at Man City, do you know that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fair yeah. He does a half time draw to Etihad. He's ah, that way big. Yeah, yeah, Tony. Who in England? Oh, Neverland Carragher are miles ahead anyway. Aye. Uh, they're, and they're, they're two managers sitting in a, a studio I know it never worked out for Neville but bad job that he took Valencia ah, couldn't you speak the language but they're two ma- you're getting two managers two great br- for me football brains in the, in the studio it's brilliant I think he's very good as well he's just been dabbling in it, but I think he'll have a career in it if he wants to I think he's very articulate Dan Fletcher spot on spot on Slaney he's brilliant he's brilliant to listen to he really is he think he'll be a, if, if he does need the media I think he certainly will be a top manager you, uh, you can just tell by listening to him and the way he speaks about players no he was great when he I listened to him respect, didn't he Boydie Boydie like Chris Boyd I didn't like Boydie Boydie's good isn't he he loves a wind up as well doesn't he he's nah good, he? Boydie's good he really is good I think it's good with him and Chris Sutton I mean Southern and Rangers it's good the wee bit of banter they have but um, ah, he's great to go back to it for me I think Sunis is a man there. Is a bit, and, I, and, I, and I do like David Proven. I think David Proven is a fantastic co-commentator mm. as well. Really tells you about the game. But I think in terms of in the studio, I think Graham Sunis is head and shoulders. It just, it just says it how it is, doesn't he, Sunis? Yeah, uh-huh. a great presence, doesn't he? Uh-huh. He's, who he's was um, who else was I going to say that? Oh, Henri, I didn't like Henri. Oh, hard watch Henri, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, uh-huh. aye, nothing. No, offered you nothing. That's strikers, don't it? Strikers. Yeah. Let's see the role of a pundit. Well, you're in the studio, your co-commentator is to educate the viewer, educate the listener. Because mm-hmm. it's not about cliches, it's not, if you don't hit the target, you can't score a goal. Anybody can go on and say that. It's about educating and telling how the goals are scored, blah, 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 looking at the move, breaking it down tactically. That's the role of a proper mm-hmm. pundit and throwing in an opinion. But you're there to educate the viewer and mm-hmm. that's what some of them don't get. I know he's not Slaney's biggest fan, but do you like Michael Stewart? I like Michael Stewart. Uh, I think he's got an opinion and I totally respect him for that but also think sometimes hear him in BBC on a Monday night I think again he crosses the line where he can take it too far and come across as being disrespectful him to, and to his colleagues dong, but I admire him for having an opinion uh, and sticking to it because again there's one or two that just go into it and, and, and take money uh, for nothing and then as apologists which mm-hmm. isn't right but um, and that's only about Chris Boyd's column in the the Scottish son as well he's got an opinion what about the man you base your game on Craigan um, Stephen Craigan I think he's he's, he's alright I think he's um, he's a, a good friend of Stephen um, yeah. I, I, um, I played him at Motherwell he was the captain when I was at Motherwell um, good guy um, I think he's, he's, he's good he's good um, can you get better aye you can um, but he's he's, he's alright he's, he's decent I thought you handled that very diplomatically, <laughs> Slaney. Right, on that, I think we're going to finish up. It's been quite a show. We've been on for the past uh, oh, 50 minutes or so, 45, 50 minutes. It was a breaking story. It came out at 5 to 9 this morning. We started recording at 25, 25 to 9. And at 5 to 9, Brendan Rodgers resigned as a Celtic manager to take over at Leicester. £6 million compensation package. The boys have reacted to it in terms of the runners and riders for the Celtic job. We'll see how that develops over the next day or two. It's been an absolute pleasure. I'm Mark Goody. Delighted to say the number one football podcast in the UK, Paul Slane, Simon Ferry, we're on our thanks as well to Charlie McGrew for last week. It's been brilliant in association with William Hill. It's been Keeping the Ball on the Ground, Dope and Gold podcast, and we'll catch up with you next week. Bye-bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.